morning, John. <laughs> morning, Marco. It's so nice to see you again. Good to see you. Sunny day here. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Well, here's a quote. It was a cynical challenge on the edge of the box, or so said Alan Shearer on Match of the Day. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The but, Euros. But, yeah. Yes. But, okay. but um, my my question to him would have been: In what sense was it cynical? Okay. Um, re reckless, maybe. Right. Aggressive, possibly. Effective, not very. But cynical. Right. So today's topic, John, is this thing we call cynicism. And uh, it's defined apparently as the belief that people are motivated chiefly by self-interest and therefore their words can't be trusted. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's sometimes transferred to God uh, uh, um, so that there's a sort of cynicism that you know nothing ever good is going to happen and it's yeah. all downhill yeah. and so on. <laughs> yeah, my, my question, John, is to you, are Christians becoming more cynical and uh, what can we do to guard against it? Yeah, it's a, it's, I mean, I think people are just aware of this, aren't they? There is a sort of a, something missing in the churches sometimes, you know, a glow of joy, and it does come back. I think cynicism is burrowing very deeply, actually, into uh, uh, our culture, uh, right or wrong. Um, the default position of the media is to kind of be cynical, to, uh, you know, knock politicians, to, you know, to think the worst of them anyone could have uh, handled covid better you know all that kind of stuff and of course there was always you know the smart alex on a, on have i got news for you you know being cynical yeah. about everything and that sort of feeds in uh, to the yeah. whole thing but actually more worrying than that um so-called critical theory um is very much in our current culture i mean it's tied up with political correctness and critical theory always thinks it knows what other people's motives are. You know, it wants mm, to label yeah. you. If you're saying it's because you think this. So if you don't go with the latest, latest you know, PC fad, it's not because you might actually have some rational reservations. It's because you are this or that phobic or you are a born bigot and, you know, and, yeah. and that's it. So in Shearer's terms, um it plays the man not the ball <laughs> you know it's yeah. a, it decries the person while avoiding actually engaging yeah. with the argument and i yeah. think sadly that you know uh, some of that thinking is beginning to seep through into christian thinking too yeah i agree with you i certainly think that some of these um so-called uh, uh, BBC radio programmes are very cynical, they're yeah. very harsh and aggressive and, and absolutely ruthless with politicians who are probably doing their best in a muddled sort of way, you know. Yeah, yeah nasty stuff, rap, really. So how's it, how's it showing itself in the church? Is that a possibility, you know? And, and um, you know, <laughs> what, what, what are the symptoms of it in church life, do you think? Well, I think, I think obviously, first of all, it's, it's, you know, grumbling, which has always been around in churches. But a little bit more also of accusation. Um, and you know, when that is in the kind of atmosphere of a church, it leads to lack of wholehearted commitment. People think, oh, you know, this is, you know, people are, you know, they kind of hang back from really uh, getting on board. People cool off about, you know, about church. Um, and I think it's been very sad to see how Christians have picked fights really with each other 
over the vaccines, over um, wearing masks, you know, and no doubt. Singing, yeah. Go on, go on. Singing, yeah, that's another one, isn't it? You know, what distance? Yeah, I think that's very true. And some, some very, very prominent people have taken a very hard line. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. And I, I know, and fine, you know, it's nothing wrong with having different points of view. Um, you know, that's fine. We don't have to agree about everything. But people have been so quick to condemn others, um, yeah. you know, who don't see things their way. And I think that's a symptom of this cynicism. That's been so, so disappointing. It's, it's that, that same kind of cynical spirit that we see in the secular media rather than uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, let's be honest. Mm, yes, churches should be places that are cultivating peace and generosity rather than that sort of negativity that's uh, really kind of everywhere now. Um, I think it's again, we're back to trying to create churches that are countercultural, isn't it? And that's really oh. hard because the culture's at people six days a week and we've only got them for a day or half a day, haven't we? Indeed, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. that's right. So, how do we counter it in, in church life, do you think? Um, well, I think there are some things to say, um, first of all. I mean, I think um, often it's not helped by a lack of optimistic, hopeful preaching. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of preaching. We, you know, we need challenging, but we also need lifting. And sometimes I feel that there's a lack of kind of preaching that really lifts people and, and sends yeah. people out thinking Christ is great. You know, um, so, so, you know, so that. And also it can be kind of sparked a little bit when you have a leadership which makes decisions which kind of don't make sense or there's a lot of secrecy, you know, about mm, what you're yeah. doing, you know, and that's when people begin to suspect and cynicism. So, you know, there's those things. But how can we counter cynicism in the churches? I mean, obviously, I think um, it, it, it's, it's countered by preaching and living um uh out you know living demonstrating the three great yeah. christian graces you know charity hope faith faith hope love you know that 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 that's what needs to be preached and lived out afresh you know i you know you might, you might have wanted something to say on that well is there an opposite word for cynicism i don't know we may have to think about that and do a rerun but you know, I think it is try, it's sort of trying to find out what's the, what is the real well, counter thrust, you know. Well, some, some people might, you know, some people cynically would say the, the, the opposite of cynicism is naivety. <laughs> but on yeah. the other hand, I think there is a, you know, there is a, a proper Christian uh, naivety. Love believes all things, you know, and trusts yeah. the Lord, you know. And, yeah. and okay, yeah. if we get taken for a ride, the Lord knows, you know, but we've done we've done what is right, you know, and, and I yeah. think there's, there's not enough of that. You know, faith believes the promises of God, hope looks for their fulfillment, and, um, you know, these graces, faith, hope, and love are op optimistic about God's sovereignty, about God's, about God's grace. So, yeah. the churches need rest. Maybe the other, thing, the other thing we need to do is turn off Radio 4. <laughs> maybe. Not all the time, but maybe, all the time. maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, we're obviously not experts on it, but there's a guy called Dick Keyes um, yeah. who's written a book on it. So maybe everybody who's totally confused after this morning ought to have get you, the book. Have you, got, have you got the, uh, the, the, the title there, the title of the book? It's, well, it's just called Cynicism by Dick Keyes, and, and I'm not sure the publisher, but you can get it on the, well, I'm not going to say the, the A word. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, my friend. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Bye.